This CIO Talk Radio Viewpoint is brought to you by HP. Welcome to CIO Talk Radio Viewpoints. And here is your host, Sunjog All. Welcome, listeners. This is Sanjog All, your host, and our topic for today's conversation is leveraging cloud to invite big data and mobility. And I have with me Wayne Schertz. Wayne is the Executive Vice President and Chief Technology Officer for Cisco. Hello, Wayne. Thank you for joining us. Great to be here, Sanjog. Thank you for having me. Now, big data and mobility have proven to be of great value to many, and more and more it is making sense for companies to embrace them. But we wanted to ask a question that hasn't come up as often. That's to find out if we can do so while leveraging our existing cloud infrastructure. Now, naturally, that's easier said than done, and that's why we have you here today to discuss what the state of our cloud infrastructure should be in order to accommodate. So with that said, what do you think is the current cloud infrastructure where it stands and to what degree is it ready to take on big data and mobility with minimal changes? Well, um, first of all, I'll definitely agree that it's easier said than done, Sanjog, and, and you need to architect solutions differently to take advantage of the of cloud capabilities like elasticity, um, and it's a new skill that, that we've had to learn um, and, and had to invest in to take advantage of that. Um, oftentimes, you'll opt out of cloud capabilities due to security, control, other reasons um, that sub-optimizes the, the solution. Um, so you might keep some of those things in-house. Um, for example, if you simply want to lift and shift your environment that was designed five to ten years ago with a N-tier architecture, but it's data-bound. Uh, most traditional relational database systems um, can scale up, um, but not out by adding more uh, commodity hardware needs. Um, there's definitely risk and challenges. Um, cloud providers will absolutely tell you about the wonderful possibilities, which are true in a vacuum. However, they don't know your infrastructure. They don't know your network design and throughput. They don't know about your data transport capabilities. Um, and those are things in particular that some of the challenges that we ran into, ran into early on. Uh, for example, we made the decision to migrate to Salesforce.com. When we did that, we had to rethink the way uh, we transport application data. Historically, we didn't rely much on middleware or web services, and most things were point-to-point -point integrations. Um, or when we migrated to Office 365 for email, we ran into network issues because the network had a single point of failure to the Internet. We just didn't think of the Internet, uh, the, the network as being that um, critical to things um, that we were doing in the past. And now with the cloud, they're, they're um, incredibly important. So the cloud infrastructure has come a long way in, in the last several years, but there's still... Um, I think that the key things to consider is, is your applications, your network, um, and, and how you set them up for success in the cloud when you go there. It just doesn't happen by, um, by, by getting a vendor and turning a key. So what you just said is anyways, current cloud infrastructure, whatever that you may have, it, it will be evolving on an ongoing basis. But do you think any organization which says, I have a reasonably mature or reasonably stable cloud infrastructure, and now I want to slap big data and or mobility on it, do you think they can do it with reasonable assurance that it's going to work out of the box, or they will have to make some basic tweaks regardless before they can invite both of these new uh, paradigms, which is big data and mobility? 
Um, yeah, I think I think you'll have to look at you'll have to look. Uh, I think you can get big data and mobility, and you can start taking advantage of them on the cloud. There's no doubt about it. There are a couple of things, though, prerequisites that you'll need to look at. Your network capacity, as as I talked about before. Um, suddenly, the network is incredibly important as you do these cloud solutions, and can it handle the volume and the load and have the resiliency that, that, that you need to make sure that these applications um, run, uh, perform well and, and are stable and scalable? Um, uh, so I think those are some of the big things there. Big, big thing to look at is your transactional performance. Um, your mobile apps are triple typically uh, going to be transactional in nature, um, and, and, uh, but some will just be content-oriented, and as a result, you're likely to need web services and APIs for those transactions. So it's definitely doable. It's important that you pay attention to, to um, those parts of the equation and, and what's going to be different in the way that a cloud application performs and big data and mobility perform um, over over the internet versus through an internal your internal data center. Now, any specific prerequisites that you'd like to point out, which will be required for successful deployment of big data on cloud? You did mention that the network bandwidth or maybe the computing power, which are the obvious ones, are they the the things that you would want in uh, in order for big data to be successful? Do you think you would typically find them in a traditional cloud infrastructure, or there will be by design some tweaking required on that particular uh, infrastructure? There'll be some tweaking. I think you'll find it. I think you'll find a fairly mature environment out there to do big data in the cloud. Um, you know, we've had success using some companies like uh, like 1010 Data, uh, Pure Predictive. Um, but but there are things like network capacity. You know, you got to make decisions on whether you're going to transport raw data, which which we would recommend, versus transformed data, um, and exactly how you'll transform uh, transport that data interacting with cloud APIs or web services or batch, um, whether you're going to use static data models versus dynamic data models with version control. Um, you need to decide whether the cloud's going to be the final destination for the data you plan, um, or do you plan to bring that data back internally again? Um, it gets more complicated if you're going to bring it back internally. Um, and there's just some more... Uh, these are just some of the more technology-related prerequisites. But to me, there's some non-technical prerequisites that are really important. For example, you need to have well thought out before you do it. Who will have access to the data to perform analysis in your organization? Um, do we have, in, in our organization, do we have the right skill sets to analyze big data? Statistical knowledge plus data mining plus some light programming skills plus problem solving, plus storytelling, all kind of equal a data scientist there, and do we have those skills to take advantage of it? How will the data and analytics from the data be used to inform business decisions? Are you doing the big data for operational reporting or ad hoc analysis? Um, what's the purpose? And, and you need to think through how that would work. And is our organization ready to leverage the data? Um, so um, I think most of the good cloud providers uh, Sanjog that you talk to um, can help you with the technical prerequisites. I think you'll find that they're fairly mature, um, but you on your own are going to have to figure out those non-technical prerequisites and, and where your organization is. 
totally the people and the processes side that you mentioned is always key. And coming back to the cloud infrastructure that you mentioned, and, and you are making a statement in a way here that the, the most of the providers out there are pretty mature now. One is to say I'm mature as a provider to provide you the core cloud infrastructure. Another is to say we are pretty mature in terms of totally understanding that when we want to adopt cloud and uh, the basically cloud as a foundation for big data and mobility, we are even mature there, or do you think we are still learning how to crawl versus running here? Uh, I think we're we're in the middle of that. Um, I think uh, we're, we're beyond crawling, um, uh, but I think uh, we're not running yet for sure. Um, and uh, the key is to, the key that we found is to um, really define what, what you're trying to do business-wise, um, pay, you know, don't, don't, so much listen to the uh, sales brochure that you get from the cloud provider, but you have to think through exactly what you're trying to do mobility and big data-wise and, uh, and see if, if what they're providing is a fit for you. In lots of cases, I think it's going to be a fit and you would be more in, the, more in the run versus crawl, but depending on what you're going to be doing with it and the more complex that it gets, um, you're going to be more in the crawl area. So it's really a, it's looking at each situation I don't think there's a hard rule, Sanjog. I think you got to look at exactly what you're trying to do with the data and 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 scrub that against what what the what your provider is offering. Now, when it comes to the nuanced differences between the requirements that you may have off of your cloud infrastructure, between what you would need for big data versus what you will need for mobility, are there a lot of commonalities? If yes, what are they? And if there are differences, what are they? Sure, I think. A big difference is transactional um, performance. Uh, your mobile apps will trip, typically be uh, transactional in nature, like ordering sales, inventory management. Some will just be content-oriented, um, product information and training, for example. And as a result, um, I mentioned it before, you're likely to need web services or API for those transactions. Um, for us, the big data components are rarely transactional. The design of the data feeds are distinctly different for us than transactional APIs. And the data models are common, customer product and vendor. So um, differences, the transactional performance, I think the data models are the, are the more common. So let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back after these messages and then look at what essentially is going to be the case where uh, when big data and mobility on top of the other applications that this cloud is supposed to support are going to basically bog down. So you got on top of everything else that you're doing, you also are introducing big data and mobility. To what degree is it going to bog it down or make the, the environment more complex? Do you think it is an overkill or you should have separate cloud for your other line of business applications and other infrastructure and then these, these uh, bandwidth and network computing power hoggers like mobility and big data should have their own little space, which is going to allow people to be able to run their all their operations relatively smoothly. Please stay tuned, we'll be right back. HP is proud to sponsor this program. Tap into our expertise, innovation, and services to bring your most important workloads to the cloud. You are listening to CIO Talk Radio Viewpoint. 
come back. So, Vain, uh, again, the burden that big data and mobility actually can put on a cloud infrastructure, do you think it has the potential to jeopardize the very core functions for which we had initially adopted cloud? Do you think we are trying to get way too much out of cloud before it has really become that Hercules which could have the whole earth being supported on its shoulders? Um, I don't really see uh, us bringing the cloud to its knees, if you will, Sinjog, although the question you asked before the break was, was a great one about, um, uh, you know, we've got, if we have some core transactional things happening on the cloud, do you want to separate them on a different cloud for, for some things like big data, et cetera, for it? And, and I think that's a, a very good question. I don't think there's a pat answer for that. I think each organization needs to look at its transactional volume, its network capability, the cloud that it's use, uh, using, and, and it very well may be, and I, certainly in our case here at Cisco, um, we, would, we would not be, uh, we probably have some dedicated pipes for core transactional things that we were doing. So if we were doing big data and mobility in other places, they're, they're not interfering with it. But I think every organization has to look at that. Um, but I don't really, uh, the purpose of the cloud is to provide enhanced capabilities and elasticity that you can't do easily in-house. And big data and mobility are simply two use cases um, that, that fit that mold. Um, the biggest risks or, or make or break considerations, and I've mentioned this several times, uh, is certainly the network capability and connectivity and capacity that you have there um, is obviously going to be very important and a, and a key failure point um, for, for your cloud applications. Implementing Another is implementing solid design patterns and principles for, for the cloud solutions that you have um, and, and adopting those principles and making sure you, you um, use them across all your apps, um, and maintaining critical data and, and mobile application knowledge within house. And, and a lot of this work that we've found that we do at Cisco and others, uh, lots of times you're doing using third parties to do your mobility work or to do your big data work um, or to do some of your cloud app work, which is, um, which is very common because it's, it's kind of a new space. But I think it's also very important to, um, to make sure that you're uh, maintaining some of that critical data and 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 that mobile application knowledge in house as you as as you use those third parties to do it. Now, do you think when people have actually attempted it in their own respective camps, are they? All, all very cognizant of the facts that you have to kind of have the network bandwidth, et cetera, the prerequisites that you mentioned, or there are some pitfalls which people should be watching out for because everybody is going to try it for the first time, sometime. Yeah, no, I think I think everybody understands at San Joe conceptually how important the network is in a cloud application. <laughs> but until you get into it and you get burnt once or twice and you realize that um, – wow, there's a whole lot more bandwidth that we're pressing through this. There's a whole lot more data that needs to pass uh, through our network that wasn't before. Um, we can't have, there, there's so much critical data that we need a very redundant network so that if it goes down, um, I don't shut my business down or shut this portion of it down. Um, until you live some of those, um, until you live some of those horror stories, I think you, you don't fully get it. So, um, I, you know, doing, 
doing network, doing some good network analysis and network studies with um, with some network partners and the application partners prior to uh, prior to going to the cloud or putting a big app up. I think is really important. Um, but I don't think it's. I think conceptually it's self-evident, but I don't think you really understand where your flaws are sometimes until you actually try to do it and, and fail in a couple of places. That has been our experience at Cisco in in, uh, in in a couple of things that we have done, including something as as simple as email on the cloud in Office 365. Um, we we've experienced that. Now the examples that you use or the choke points that you refer to primarily they refer to scalability. Do you think that's the main area where there could be pitfalls or people might undermine what complexity what, what complexity not exactly complexity but scalability issues can cloud infrastructure have or are there some areas where the extensibility means what all you can indeed put on cloud and also complexity what it takes to put something on cloud is also a place where people could have pitfalls and there are some horror stories that could be attached to it after the fact. Now, all of those things, Singh Joke. There is certainly the, the scalability issues around the network, but then also there there are there are some applications um, or some use cases that that the cloud is a, is a very good solution for. There's other use cases that um, you would look at and say, uh, you know, the cloud is not good for that, and we should keep that in house. And um, we found there's there's a lot of uh, partners out there that can help you do those assessments. Um, but it's, I don't think we live in a world at all where uh, the, cloud is, the cloud is the right answer for every application that you have. I do think um, that there are specific characteristics in an application, in a solution that you're trying to put up that, that, that um, the cloud can handle well and therefore you should do it and, and, and avoid the others. But I think that's a good analysis to have. Not everything not everything, the answer to everything is not the cloud. Now, of course, the end game we all have is to make big data and mobility get adopted on a common cloud foundation, if possible, one cloud foundation. And we would want to do that with the lowest amount of risk, lowest cost, and a very high resilience, so that no matter what happens, the business continuity is not jeopardized. Do you think with any such efforts that are underway or have been uh, undertaken by your organization or anyone that you know of, what is the learning that has come out of it in a concise manner which people can take away as part of this conversation? Yeah, it's, it's a great question, Sanjog. And, and what we've learned here at Cisco and, and, and from colleagues that I've talked about is um, it, I think it's important in this space that, that you don't just learn as you go. Um, I think it, it's real important that you work with a partner who has experience um, in the cloud, who has been there and done that, and can help shorten your, your learning curve and help you avoid some common pitfalls that, that others make. So that's from, from talking to, to uh, from my own experience here at Cisco and things we have tried to do and learn the hard way, um, we've certainly learned that, that um, learning as you go is important, but, but not a good strategy when it comes to cloud. Get connected with, with some experts who can help guide you and help save you some of that. Um, and at the same time, uh, I think it's important that you avoid analysis paralysis and, and in the pursuit of perfection um, when you go to the cloud, when uh, you have to realize if parity to the application that I have now or, or good enough um, is better than what I have now, hey, it, let's, let's start 
getting going on some of those some of those applications where I can learn, I can gain some experience, and um, and, and take my organization up the learning the cloud learning curve. Um, uh, so those two things: don't learn as you go, get a get a partner, but at the same time avoid analysis paralysis. Take a make a good bet, take a good risk, and 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 dip your toe in and and, and start the work around getting. Uh, getting something up on the cloud and the learning will be there and, and you'll grow. Once again, thank you, Wayne, for sharing your thoughts and insights in our Viewpoint segment. Thank you, Sanjog. It's always a pleasure. And listeners, I invite you to find more conversations about cloud as part of the Cloud Reimagined series at www.ciotalkradio.com slash cloud reimagined. Thank you for listening to CIO Talk Radio Viewpoints. For related programming, please visit www.ciotalkradio.com. This CIO Talk Radio Viewpoint was brought to you by HP. 